next the next vod is uh, somewhat shorter. Uh, vod number two on Seder. And now we're working really post facto. Once someone already did their schedule, if we already paid page shinchaf three twenty, if we already established for ourselves our daily schedule, uh, we have to now um, uh, guard it um, with regularity. <coughs> this is not very easy, Bram. However, we have to realize that the, our success in our voda depends upon this. Harashaz Mikelm. Rashaz Mikelm was, was known as the altar of Kelm. If you heard that name, mm-hmm. I mean, he's uh, one of the, the the you know the he's the, like the prototypical Baal Musar of the old of the real Musar age. Before the altar, before the altar Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Um, but not by much. Were they parallel or kind of in series? You'd kind of parallel. I don't know the date dates, but uh, I think it was slightly earlier. Okay. So he um, um, he describes the <coughs> idea of Seder like a, a, a string of pearls or, or um, gemstones. That it has a small little lock, little latch that closes, that clasps it. Mm-hmm. So, what's 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 uh, most important? What else more important? Obviously, the stones, precious stones, are more important than a little clasp that keeps it all together, right? Obviously, we could say ostensibly that the pearls—that's what's important. But if you don't have the class, but if you don't have that class, everything will scatter, and all you have is a little string. Mm-hmm. So, despite the fact that you don't think it's that important, oh, scheduling time, like this, this, it's a schedule time. That's this. That's not like uh, exciting, like work. What is Hashem? We're going to change ourselves. Yeah, it's not so exciting. But it's important because if you don't have that, you don't have anything else. What are the pearls in this example? All the other things working on? Well, yeah, like all the all the real avoda, you know, your chesed and your Torah and your tefillah and your and your everything. Yeah. Everything that you mentioned earlier, everything you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say this I'm saying this I think transcends um, not only our spiritual aims, but I think even our physical even our like material aims. Like if you wanna make phone calls or send mm-hmm. emails or right? yeah. made us important but if you're not scheduled you're disorganized yeah, you're not right. gonna it's not gonna happen okay man man is a string of gems so he's presenting it not as as the things that you're gonna you're a vote of rather your qualities so man is replete with Abilities and qualities and good midos and ma'alot and ma'ilas, as we say in yeshivish. Kishronot is from like kasher. No, kisharon, kishronot means capabilities. Okay. They say someone was a bal kishron. You ever that term, bal kishron? No. Yeah, it means uh, gifted. Right. Yeah. So it's a bal kishron. That's what the person told me when I was teaching. Tell every mother her daughter is a kishalon or whatever. Kishalon, yeah. They'll love, love you. <laughs> that's, that's what they want to hear. <laughs> and the seder, that's comparable to a clasp 
on the string. So if the guy's going to have Seder, so you're straight to have all these wonderful qualities, but what do you have actually from it? You have nothing. If so, um, hitherto, um, ergo S, <laughs> hitherto, ergo S, um, it's obviously a crucial element of someone's growth. You always have to reinforce it. Sometimes you'll have to, if you have, if you have to maintain a very rigid schedule, you're middle of a nice smooth little spatz here, and you're like, okay, sorry. Yeah. And that's appointment, right? Um, <coughs> Sometimes to withhold from a very important task. Sometimes you have to overcome a uh, you're tired, you're grumpy, right? You're not feeling well, but you have to stick to the schedule. Um, someone who is stubborn will be successful. You know, my grandfather would he had a very rigid schedule. Yeah. <laughs> he would go to sleep at exactly the same time every night. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter who's in his house or who's so we I remember I remember I was in his house mm-hmm. and we're sitting on his table and all the grandkids are there with Mata Shabbos and everyone's talking and schmoozing and yeah. grandparents, whatever. And then it's eleven fifteen. He gets up, doesn't say goodbye to anyone, he goes, he locks the door and he's he's gone. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like the hardest. It's the mm-hmm. really hardest thing is for people who are kind of tested like your people. People, you know, you want to like talk to people, you want to schmooze a bit, and having to you'll be flexible in your schedule, right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It seems like a lot of people think that you're being rude, or you, you know. But that's so this is where you have to be stubborn. You have to be stubborn to stick to your principles because this is what keeps it all together. It's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a great story with um, with Victor Milley. You heard of Victor mm-hmm. Milley? He was also like an old style balmoser. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit, he's like an American version of, uh, of it as well. So you have some great stuff in English from him. Um, but someone once asked him, like, let's say you knew that you're going to die tomorrow. Like, well, how would, what would you do? What would you do differently? Yeah. Great question, no? Like, someone what would you do? That. Huh? Someone asked him that. Yeah. So he said, well, I'd wake up at the, uh, whatever, <laughs> 6 30 yeah. and go to Shachras and then come home and have breakfast and then. Right, learn and then take my nap and then have one lunch and then go by, like exactly yeah. the same schedule. Yeah. Because you know, if it's optimized, it's optimized. You don't have yeah. to say, Oh, you know, let's be harried and no, this is your schedule, this is this is your path and avoid and that's what's the right thing for you to do. Yeah. It's actually to check to see if your your uh, schedule is good. You know, if you could have to change anything, you know, one day left and change anything. <laughs> take care of some, you know, last minute uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You should um, uh, arrange some time, a few minutes at night, before going to sleep, to, to look over, to examine the day. Hmm. Admor, Admor, by the way, Rafael says Admor is a reference to Rabbi Rucham. It stands for Adenenu Moreno Varbeno, which, by the way, a little secret. You see the word Admor, it's most often used for Hasidic Rebbe's. Like Admor from Boston, Admor from Bells, Admor from Jared, Admor from wherever, like usually. But but he uses it for his Rebbe. 
קיים בעצמו במשך שנים, מיימר רב, אני לא יודע אם זה רב, אני חושב שזה רב יוחנן, ולגויים יבחנים. רבני יונר פעולי, שער תשובה. רבני יונר שער תשובה, he um, advises to do this. ורשם כל יום עשה בכל דקות היום. He would write from something, like mark from stuff, what he did every, every second of the day. There's some great stories about like the, the, the Vilner Gaon. Like he famously mm-hmm. would have an accounting of every single thing that he did. Like no second went to waste. Yeah. And like he would like do tshuva on Yom Kippur for two and a half minutes of Bittu Torah for the whole year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's just insane. You know, these yeah. people, how, how much they utilize their time. So they also get 24 hours a day. It's amazing. Everyone yeah. gets 24 hours a day. Yeah. No matter how much you do with it, whatever you do with it, that's all you get. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I heard a story about Rosh Shmuel. Rosh Shmuel was a Rosh Shiva. My grandfather's partner from yeah. many years when he was in Shiva, a fellow by the name of Rabbi Moshe Shmuel Shapiro. Mm-hmm. And uh, he too, I heard, heard a story about him. And this is modern times. He died in 2007, so more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and he too had like this incredible accounting of exactly, you know, the few seconds of the year that he didn't like optimize, you yeah. know. Well, that's the key apparently like it's yeah it's not like these people necessarily more gifted than us maybe they are a little bit as well but even if you're super gifted it doesn't help right yeah. it's like you know, everything goes scattered what's it, what's it gonna help you what's, yeah. it, what's it help you if you're super gifted if you don't do anything about it yeah and at a time I think the average person that felt special like you know waste in between each action you combine that up and add up how much time that is yeah there's a story with uh, Ramesha Feinstein that he made a seam of shas. And, which was not uncommon for him, <laughs> but he had made one a few weeks earlier. So someone said to him, you just made a few, a few weeks earlier, like, why? Ramesh was unbelievable how much he learned. Like, he yeah. learned Shulchanar hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Unbelievable wow. stuff. Um, so I said to him, why, why you just finished Shas a few weeks ago? He said, yeah, but he started, he had a Seder to learn Shas, when he got invited to a lot of weddings, right? So whenever you go to a wedding, there's like a half hour of like crossing around yeah. time that everyone just sits around and waits for stuff to happen. So he had a Seder that he went through Shas and he just finished Shas in that Seder of waiting for the Chuppah to get yeah. started. Oh, so he made another Seema Shas on that. It's amazing. It shows you how much you can do with the time that you have, you know? Yeah, listen, Moshe was, a, was, a, was an incredible genius, but he was also someone who didn't waste any time. Yeah. Isn't it nice, like a, a seder to, f- to finish shas, waiting like, for yeah. waiting for the chopa to happen? Time Pretty incredible. Else, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, so let's stop here, um, and let's go on to the other.